Welcome to the Church Home Parenting Podcast. Uh, I'm Christine, and my husband Damon's here with me. And yes, I am. Yes, you are. And we are going to have a great conversation today. Mm-hmm. Because we are going to talk about the five irrefutable rules in order to make your children billionaires. <laughs> right? That's what we're talking about. I wish. Guaranteed to be wealthy, to take care of you in your old age. <laughs> If you have uh, the details for that, please tell me. Oh, man. No, but along those lines, uh, we're talking today about the importance of teaching your kids how to think about money, how to see money, and then maybe some practical tips on how to help your kids manage money. Uh, That's something that has been trial and error for us. Uh, Our kids need a lot of help. Our kids need a lot of help in a lot of areas. So if you could just uh, email parenting at churchhome.org with all of your your recommendations to take care of our children, that'd be great. I think it's more us that need the help, babe. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm talking to everybody listening right now to, like, give us tips on how we need to parent our kids. Yes. Uh, but, But, yeah, the idea of can we actually help teach our kids how to see money when they're young? so that they grow up with a healthy, God-centered mm-hmm. perspective of what that means and what generosity looks like. Yeah. I mean, that's something I've had to help you a lot with because <laughs> you were very stingy when we got married. Do you remember that? No. And I was always like, hey, let's help people with our money. And you were like, shut up. I want it all for myself. That's definitely not how it went. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> well... Either way, you know, who's to say whether that's right or wrong, but we sure hope that you enjoy the episode today. You never really talk about how you think about money, but the truth of the matter is like, everybody has a particular way to think about money, and you know what's amazing is that's shaped when you're young. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you and I grew up in very different households in a lot of different ways. And one of those differences was how your parents approached money, thought about money, and in turn taught you about it. Because we learned from our parents. Mm-hmm. You, Your parents had were, were rife with cash. <laughs> they were loaded. You guys had dresser drawers full of $100 bills. Um, our family, not so much. No. <laughs> that is not true. It is true. It's not true. You wore Gucci from a young age <laughs> where my mom made our clothes, <laughs> sewed our pants um, out of scraps that she found. So, no, you, you you, you, definitely had more money growing up, though. It's all relative. But, yes, yeah, we— Don't downplay it. <laughs> yes. Yes, but we—my parents did a good job of teaching us— uh, the importance of working hard, right? Mm-hmm. So we learned all my, I have two brothers and all three of us had jobs by the time we were six. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Maybe not. They six. were not against child labor, <laughs> but we were, we were young. We were in middle school. My brothers mm-hmm. had paper outs and I worked at a daycare and um, yeah, it was something that we, we valued. Um, and that was something that my parents really taught us to um, the importance of working hard and, enjoying the mm-hmm. money that you did make so yeah no you, you you absolutely did and your dad both your dad and your mom um not only encouraged you guys but kind of made you yeah work for different things and mm-hmm. i think our situation was a little bit different because um you know we, growing up we didn't have as much money we had probably very little money mm-hmm. and so it wasn't a matter of no we're not going to pay for that it was more of uh 
we are not able to pay for that right, right now. And so, um, so for me, growing up, money was actually a really big deal, ironically, because it was kind of not there. And, and so we had to work for everything. Uh, I'd say I developed a really good work, work ethic, mm-hmm. but at the same time, probably developed, um, I don't want to use the word stingy, tight-fisted, unable to spend money, but kind of along those lines, very frugal. Yes. I, when we met, yes, I was very frugal. (laughs) Yes. Do you remember when I made your birthday gift (laughs) out of arts and crafts supplies? (laughs) That's not true. No, no. But I remember how you would buy like the pants that were on sale that were two sizes too big, but because they were on sale, you thought, Oh, I'll I'll grow into them. I'll grow into them. Even though I was a full grown adult. (laughs) Oh, I'll grow into them one day when I'm 60. (laughs) No, it's true. And so, I think money was kind of more of a preoccupation for me um, because we didn't really have any. And so I didn't really want to spend money. And you learn a lot. You don't realize it, but you learn a lot from your childhood about money. Your approach as a parent towards money or as an adult is shaped in a lot of ways by, by by your childhood. And ours were really different. And so... When we had kids and we got married, we had to have a lot of conversations about getting on the same page of how are we going to approach money, mm-hmm. how are we going to spend money, um, and how are we going to teach our kids. And that's that's really what we want to talk about today is how, mm-hmm. as, as parents, how do we teach our kids how to handle money and have a healthy perspective towards it? Because it is a big deal. Yeah. Babe, I don't know if you knew this, <laughs> but money is actually one of the topics that Jesus talks most about in the Bible. Did you know that? Wow. I did know that. Oh, dang it. <laughs> just wanted to drop that like super interesting fact on you. But it's a big deal. And I think the reason why Jesus talks so much about it, because he realized, hey, it's, it's money is, is huge. And mm-hmm. so he, God has a perspective towards money. And at the same time, we get to teach our kids. And so um, we've been intentional yeah. about teaching our kids uh, about money. And there's really kind of three things that we've talked about, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe you want to share a little bit about what those three things are. <laughs> it's a nice lead. What we do with money, right? Yes. Like, what do we do with There's money? There's three things that we do with money. We talk mm-hmm. about this with our kids. We, we spend it, mm-hmm. we save it, and we give it. Maybe not necessarily in that or order. Or share, so they're all S's. <laughs> if that's easier. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. Um, I, I think it's something that we've trained our kids or we're working on training our kids mm-hmm. uh, how to divide their money into those three kind of buckets to say so that they can understand how you know money's not bad it's not it's not Mm-mm. good Mm-mm. it's something that it's a tool it's what right? you do with it yeah and, and it's how you wh- think about it's, it it's how we think about it it's what we do with it it's not um yeah so i think it's 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 using it as a tool to bless others and and to enjoy it right mm-hmm. so um so yeah right so the idea is that when you get money you're going to save it. Right. So some of it's going to go into savings that mm-hmm. you don't get to, to spend. And then the first thing that we do is obviously teaching our kids how to tithe. Yeah. And why tithing is so important is that um, there's something on the inside of us as people that is drawn towards money. The greed is not like this thing that you develop later. You develop like a rash. <laughs> yeah. Like it's internal. Like right. everybody's born with it and you have to actively resist the temptation to be greedy and the number one way to fight greed is through generosity mm-hmm. and tithing is is god doesn't need our money and in teaching our kids god owns everything but 
But when we give the first 10% of everything we get, what we're doing is we're telling God and ourselves, mm-hmm. God, I trust you more than money. Yep. God, you're, you're the one that provides for me. You're the one that takes care of me. It's not how much money I have. That, that, that lesson, man, think about, think about an adult that lives that way, generous, trusting God, not stressing and, mm-hmm. and overly anxious about money, that that lesson can actually start when they're young. We right. can teach our kids that. And, right. and so generosity is a, a huge deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal. And it's so fun to see your kids kind of get that concept and mm-hmm. understand that concept. So uh, not only tithing, but also being generous with their friends. Right. Uh, we'll go to the dollar store and if they, you know, pay for a friend to buy something, I mean, that's so fun. It's a simple way that they can learn how fun it is to be generous with right. others. I, I have a, a memory one time, one of our neighbors came to the door one afternoon and, and she was raising money for something. And she was like, wow. oh, we're, I'm, I'm raising money for such and such and kind of gave this whole spiel. And, and, and our son Curtis was, I don't know, maybe five yeah, at the he time. Was, yeah, probably. He was, he was little, little and he, he was standing there looking up at her and he kind of had this look on his face. And, and she was kind of giving an impassioned speech, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. break the ice. And, and he looks and at her. She's and she's an adult. She's an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's an adult. Like... And, and he looked at her and goes, oh, I have money. <laughs> and literally like ran away, went up to his room and then came back with like, a fistful of coins. Mm-hmm. He's like, here you go. And like dumps this fistful of coins in into this woman's hands. And she was like dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's so generous. And I remember Curtis was like, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And then he like ran away. And the goal being that, man, generosity would be a lifestyle for our kids. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not about how much. Mm-mm. It's the heart behind it. Yeah. And also not not like you were saying, not holding on to your money. Like if I if I hold on to it tight, I will preserve, you know, this it's this, this sense of security. Right. Whereas we, we use mm. money as it's a tool. It's That's not really it's we don't find our security in, in money. We don't find our peace in how much we have in the bank. It's in Jesus, and so if we hold it with an open hand and we're generous, uh, it's it's a it's a great way and a more fun and fulfilling way to live your life. Yeah, it's so important uh, to live a generous life, and it's so great when your kids capture that at a young age. The perspective of that's who we are—we're generous mm-hmm. people. It's just normal. Yeah, it's normal. It takes kind of the mystery out of money and what we do with it when it's it's just that's a part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things we talk about is being creative with how we can make money mm-hmm. because you can't be generous with money if you don't have it. So, that's right. So the importance of you know, having that good work ethic and what are some creative ways we can make money. Even even when our kids are little, we've taught them how to be creative um, in making money. So That's right. Yeah. So we've taught them all how to steal cars and then <laughs> fence them, resell them. <laughs> no, that's oh. definitely not what we've taught our My kids. My bad. Yeah. No, when they're done with their toys, if they're kind of a nicer toy that they liked, um, and they're, they can, we, we have them posted on this app called OfferUp. And we do it ourselves, and we do the communication, but we ask them, okay, how much do you want to sell it for? What's we a good price? Find toys, similar toys online. <laughs> yeah, find some toys. Find some comps. Yes, compare it. Yeah. And and then uh, if they get a you know a request for how much somebody wants to buy it for, we ask them, okay, do you want to negotiate down the price and teaching them negotiation and what they're willing to get for it? And uh, it's a way that they can learn how to make money off of what they have. 
Yeah, absolutely. So. And I think along those same lines is the power of teaching your kids about delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. That's huge uh, because, you know, as, as a tiny human being, you just want everything right now. Sometimes that doesn't go away and, and adults are the same way. But, <laughs> but, you know, it's like babies come out saying mine and I want and, and all mm-hmm. those things. But teaching our kids the power of waiting for something mm-hmm. better. Yeah, because immediate gratification is great, but you play that out to teenage years or young adult years or adult years, and then if you haven't learned that lesson, man, that that brings a world of hurt and missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then as parents, we can actually start to teach our kids um, that you know what, if you say no to yourself right now, mm-hmm. you are going to get something much better down the road. Like I remember we were driving home one night and. We had some starbursts, and I was thinking about this. And so our daughter, Kaylin, was in the car, and I was like, Kaylin, do you want a starburst right now? And she's like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, great. Now, you can have one right now, or I will give you four when we get back to the house. And was, it was it gonna... four? I thought it was two. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty sure it was 16. <laughs> Why? Because I'm a generous guy. <laughs> okay, whatever it was. But it was multiple, okay? Yeah. It was more... Why you got to question the details, babe? I mean, I had a great story okay, rolling, okay, and okay, you okay. just just brought it. I just down. want to make sure you're you're telling the truth. Telling the truth. Okay, yeah. you're my ombudsman. <laughs> yeah. So so I asked her. I'm like, hey, do you want it one right now or multiple ones when we get back to the house? And she was like, quiet. And she was like <laughs> wrestling with this thing. And then finally, she's like. Okay, I'll wait. And it was like I had just asked her if I could remove her arm. It was just like <laughs> torment. Yeah. And and just. Being willing, not giving everything to our kids right away, yeah. not buying everything for our kids right now. Mm-hmm. And also when our kids ask for stuff, instead of just saying no or going out and buying it for them, saying, mm-hmm. no, sure, but you need to raise the money for it. Yeah. And using that as an opportunity to teach them, hey, coming up with creative ways how to generate money. Right. And, and then when they earn it. Okay, now what do we do with it? Right. Oh, we, we first of all, we share it. First of all, we give, you know, we tithe, we're generous, and then we save some, and then we get to spend some. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just all little lessons that we can intentionally begin to teach our kids that are going to set them up for the future. We always say that we're on this parenting journey together mm-hmm. because it's true. we need each other. And one of the best things that we can do as parents is connect with one another and yeah. pray for one another. Yeah. And Church Home Global is an app that has so many great ways it. for parents to connect. And one of them is there's a prayer portion mm-hmm. on the app. Have you used it before? I have. In fact, when I first start, started using Church Home Global, um, I was like praying digitally. Like you get to pray for people over the app. And I had my doubts, to be honest with you. Man, I am convinced. It's it's one of my favorite parts about Church Home Global is that getting to see people's prayer requests, pray for them, and then for them to find out instantaneously that you've prayed for them. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, every time I post a prayer on Church Home Global and I see everybody that's praying for me, it makes my day. Yeah, it's impactful. And we'd love to hear what you want to pray about, and we'd love to pray with you. So make sure to download Church Home Global today and take advantage of that incredible prayer tool. Recently talking to our kids about impulse buying. Ooh. <laughs> and grocery store checkout stand. <laughs> oh, man. It gets them every time. It does. But I, I remember just recently there was a Lego set that Ooh. one of our boys wanted. And 
and it was a lot of money. And yeah. he he did have the money in his spending uh, bucket mm-hmm. that he had. You know, he had been he had that money in his spending bucket, but it was it was going to basically empty him out. So it was like, okay, let's think about this. Let why don't we why don't we wait on it, and let's make sure it's not an impulse buy, right? right? We're not buying out of emotion. We're not buying out of emotion because there's been other times where it's been you know an impulse buy, and I remember recently a, a, a one of our children did have an impulse buy and at, right after the Lego set was well, put you, together well you you had that conversation with the child yes so so the example you're giving was <laughs> you were having this conversation in the aisle at Target <laughs> yeah. about the Lego set right yeah yeah and you were asking him right are you sure this are is you what sure? you really want yes do you want to spend all of your money on <laughs> yeah. this and what was his response yes i'm sure i'm i'm positive it's not a motion <laughs> not an impulse buy it's not he he literally said the words it's not an impulse buy <laughs> that's awesome and and then you caved <laughs> you caved, right? Well, it was his money. It was his money, okay, I, so no, he I could choose. This. Yes, I love this. I love it that you you asked him the questions. Yeah, you called him out on it, and then he he gave answers, right? right? And and so he bought it. He did. And, and how, how much was it? Do you remember how much it was? Oh, I think it was almost eighty dollars. Eighty dollars is a lot, people. It was yeah. an eighty dollar Lego set. It was a lot, right? So then, fast forward a week or so, I'm in the garage, and I see the box for this Lego set. Now it has. Uh, since that time, been taken out of the box, and the whole thing's been put together. Okay, so the the entire Lego set has been assembled, and and so I see this box, and I'm like, "Uh, before I toss this, I want to ask him if he wants it. So I see this child, and I'm like, child, do you still want the Lego box? And he kind of looked at me, and he's like, well, um, Dad, can I take it back? (laughs) And I go, what? And he's like, can I can I return it? I'm like, no. And And he gets this shocked look on his face, and he goes, Why? I go, dude, you've taken it out of the box, opened up all the packages, and put the whole thing together. No, you can't take it back. And he's like, he bursts into tears. He goes, Dad, it was an impulse buy. <laughs> Please, can I take it back? And and I was like, nobody. Yeah. You, you can't. He's like, but I spent all my money. <laughs> and it hit him, right? So even though he was, he, you know, was telling yeah. himself in the moment that right. it wasn't, it was an imp- impulse purchase. But then I gotta tell you, it was the best moment. Because as he's like weeping, um, I sat him down and I told him this story that when I was younger, there was this like investment opportunity to invest in this company. And and I wasn't real sure about it. And there were some questions about it. But I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So I invested some money. And it wasn't a lot of money, but I was in college at the time. So everything matters to you, right? And come to find out the company was a sham and I lost all the money. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, from that day on, I have told myself that was the best money I ever spent. Right. Because it taught me a lesson. It taught me a lesson never to feel pressure to buy something. Mm-hmm. And impulse buys, right? Yeah. And so he and I sat on the stairs and I shared this story with him. And I was like, dude, you're never going to forget the X-Wing. Because that's what the Lego set was. I go, remember the X-Wing. <laughs> and he goes, why? And I was like, because, buddy, you're going to remember the X-Wing. The next time you feel like, you know, spending tons of money on something from emotion, mm-hmm. you're going to remember the X-Wing and go, ah, nope, I'm good. I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. And teaching our kids delayed gratification or even just sitting on something, right. waiting a couple of days um, so it's not so they're not spending out of emotion is a huge lesson that we can teach them. Right. So important. It is a lot of fun. It's it's not a burden, you know, taking taking our kids on this journey and, and t- teaching them about why money is important. Money mm-hmm. has no intrinsic value. 
except for the fact that it's a tool, mm-hmm. you know, that we can use to be generous, to to show God, God, I trust you. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna, you know, put my put you first when it comes to money. That that I can I can save money. And why we need to save money, long term savings, and also just we're not gonna live greedy. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna live greedy, and we're not gonna we're not gonna live impulse buying. It, it, this is this sounds funny, but. But uh, I think it's important to teach our kids about marketing and advertising. Mm-hmm. Those are, that's a conversation that we have. Um, I'm kind of like a geek about this, but but almost every time a commercial will come on TV, I'll ask the kids, guys, what are they doing right now? <laughs> and we have we have talked a lot about how marketers and advertisers will play on on your wants, right? So mm-hmm. they'll show everybody being happy, or they'll use beautiful people. And it has nothing to do with the product, but they're trying to get you to give your money and spend your money on on their product. They're trying to make you spend your money. And in a sense, kind of manipulation a little mm-hmm. bit in that I kind of I want to raise kids that aren't manipulated by marketing and advertising. I want to mm-hmm. I want to raise kids who can see through that yeah. and realize, oh, this is why, like for instance, the other day we were driving behind a bus. And there was an ad, there was an ad on the back of the bus for a car dealership, and there was this big giant picture, and three fourths of the picture was this woman, <laughs> just this picture of this woman in a dress, and there was a tiny little picture of the car, and I was like, guys, do you see that? And they're like, it's weird. They put a giant picture of a woman on there, and I was like, how come? And they're like, oh, they're they're using the woman's body to try and get us to buy their car. And I was like, mm, they're learning. Yes. They're they're seeing mm-hmm. they're seeing behind the curtain. Yeah. And so, you know, whether it comes to giving, making money, how we think about money, delayed gratification, there's a lot of incredible uh, lessons that we can we can teach our kids. Yeah, it's so important. And I think one of the best ways we can do it too is by modeling mm-hmm. ourselves as parents. This this is how we live. And even when we're doing it, when we're, you know, buying uh, the person in front of us in line at Starbucks their drink, yeah. our kids are right there watching. And yep. they're seeing that we live a generous life. We uh, ho- we hold our money with open hand. We use it as a tool. And it doesn't rule us. Yep. And when our kids see that, when we model it for them, um, that's they're, that they're learning the most from, from what we do. Yeah, that's right. Well, this has been a great conversation, do you remember that one thing I said while you and I were talking that was just so great? Do you remember that thing? <laughs> what oh, thing is that? That was thing awesome. Was that? I, I can't remember specifics, but it was good. <laughs> very, very profound, huh? So good. Yeah. Changed my own life. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, we we definitely um, have had fun walking this through with our kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, the journey continues. It, it really does. It really does. Yeah. And the thing I think about is... Right now, I'm thinking specifically about single parents. Single parents have so many things on their plates. Mm-hmm. And maybe the idea of like, oh, I got to like help my kid develop a perspective on money and finances, that can be kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, if we just start talking about generosity and how to live a generous life and that that's who Jesus is and mm-hmm. that's who Jesus wants us to be, man, we're, our kids are going to be light years ahead. Yeah. So... You never get to like the the Roth 401k and the IRAs <laughs> and the the CDs and the bank accounts. Like if you never even get to that point, because at the end of the day, those are just like side tools. Mm-hmm. The most important thing is, man, God help us to raise kids that live life with an open hand and see what they have as tools that can be used to help other people. Exactly. Yeah. So good. 
And um, I'm looking forward to the next time we get together. Mm. What are we going to be talking really about, Christine? Good. We're talk- actually talking about me. Oh, <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Well, besides Jesus. <laughs> because we're talking to my parents, so it's kind of inevitable mm, we're going to be talking about It is about going me. to be a knockdown, drag-out, juicy tell-all. It's going to be like reading a <laughs> memoir about a Hollywood star. Yeah, right. An unlicensed memoir. <laughs> no, but we get to sit down, talk with your parents, and talk to them about why they made the decisions they made and uh, how they led their family. It's a really good conversation. So we'll see you then.